for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 12, 9, I mean, excuse me, Luke 2, 19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, because we love to talk about things that women think about. So, I also want to thank our sponsor, Home Instead Senior Care recruits the most devoted caregivers. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable, providing senior home care services in your loved one's home. They care for you and your loved one. Okay, today I am welcoming my dear friend, Angie Ruark, Dr. Angie Ruark. Dr. Angie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Listen, you are so inspiring to me. Every time I say Dr. Angie, I'm like, she did that after her kids were, they were in college when you were getting your doctorate degree, girl. I mean, I'm so proud of you. Yes, yes. You know, did you see Napoleon's Dynamite, you know, where he says, your mom goes to college, you know, <laughs> we laugh because, uh, yep, my mom goes to college. I- <laughs> I didn't see. I did see Napoleon Dynamite. And I really re- relate to all the dorky, geeky people and nerdy people in that show. But I forgot that line. But I'm gonna watch <laughs> it again with you in mind now. Um, I had, I had something I was gonna tell you about your degree. Oh, for anybody that's listening in, I just want you to know how inspiring I find Angie because there's a whole group of us that we. I really stayed home with my kids and raised them, and then. I looked around, and I suddenly had a chance to do some stuff I've been wanting to do for 20 years. And that's how it works sometimes, not not for everyone. But you do, when you get your kids out the door, you have so much more energy all of a sudden for stuff you want to do. So, Angie, you're, you're a great inspiration to me. I really love what you've done. Okay, well, I want to talk you. about your book. Yeah, you're welcome. I want to talk a little bit about your book. Okay, so we're calling this episode... The Sisterhood of Prayer Warrior Women. And and then if you missed Angie's story, which I really pride her with questions about how she fell in love with her husband and also how do you pray to get such amazing daughter-in-laws. And so, because I happen to know one of her daughter-in-laws, I know three generate four, three generations of that family. And so that episode, if you missed it, we're calling Warrior Women Praying Devotedly. So don't miss that. Okay, now, also, if I want to say one other thing. If you want to find any of the stuff that we're about to talk about, the links and everything, uh, you can sign up for my webs- my blog website, Kathy Craffy, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com, and then you'll get it right in your email box, and it'll have all the podcasts, all the links, everything you need to you know, get get what you want to, all the information you want to from Angie. Okay, Angie, I don't even know where to begin with you. Do you want me to just, just <laughs> let me start by saying, 
I, I'm so excited about this book. So I'm doing this series on devotionals that I personally find uplifting. So yours is called Spiritual Warrior Woman Pray, a 40-day devotional. And here's what impressed me. And then at the bottom it says, Dr. Angela Ruark with the Sisterhood of Prayer Warriors. I love that, Sisterhood of Prayer Warriors. I'm going to write a chapter for your next book just so I can be officially listed in that group. Um, Okay, so... Here's what I want to say. This it, I've written two books now. One is 12 chapters and one is 20. And 20 chapters is a lot. 12 is about right for me. 20 is a lot. This book is 40 chapters long. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening in, I just want you to think. 40 chapters. So when I went to this book, I expected it to be more of other people's writing than yours, Angie, because I, I knew it was an anthology. It, mm-hmm. So she, Angie wrote 20 chapters by herself. And this, so the first half of the book, the first 20 days, is devoted to biblical characters, great heroic lessons we can learn about prayer from the Bible. The second 20 chapters, if this is how I view it, I can't wait to see if this is right. The second 20 chapters is people that I personally know about, half of them, writing their impressions and their wisdom about prayer. And to me, they're the modern heroes. Like, mm-hmm. you, is that how you viewed it, Angie? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's kind of how I set up the book to be. You know, the first half of the book is called Preparing Your Weapons. And so yeah. I took women from the Bible and they had a, I felt like they were a great example of a certain characteristic for an effective prayer life. And so I wrote each chapter with, you know, the woman and her characteristic. And then hey, the second just, half of the book. Sure. I'm going to interrupt you because I want to just share it. I know how quick this is going to go because I'm pretty enthusiastic about it. Here's one, one paragraph out of this book, the, the first half that is all Angel, Angie wrote all of this herself. And she uses... Lydia, who I love because you use the t- the character quality resourcefulness. If all women can't relate to being having to be resourceful, I mean, think of how many times in life we don't have what we need. We have to look around the house and just grab something and make it work. So here's what she wrote about Lydia, and and there ah, I want you. I just really want to read the whole section, but I can't. But um, let me read this. So I'm going, to, I'm going to take a couple of parts. So here was a successful businesswoman in a major city in Macedonia who was serving God, yet she had not heard the gospel. Okay, and then that's just one sentence. And then at the very end, uh, Angel, Angie adds this. Lydia was obviously a hardworking woman who ran a successful business. She used her resources to honor God. She was described as a worshiper, worshiper of God by the writer of the book of Acts. Lydia understood cost and value and the worth of things. But most importantly, by the grace of God, Lydia was able to recognize the most valuable thing of all, Jesus. Well, I mean, it just gives me chills when I read that. And of course, as women, we can all relate. Yes. Yes, absolutely. She's a great example of, you know, you, yeah, you can, you can do those things and, Jesus is the most valuable thing of all. 
Well, I love that. And uh, and so now I want to review a couple things because I think it's important for people to know this. If you're listening and you're wondering, <clears throat> okay, where do I find women like that? Here's what I want you to know. They're probably already in your life. Um, and this has been my experience. When I had moments where I needed help, needed God to help me, and I really couldn't even see him moving, I would, I would notice there would be a woman in my life who would speak the words I needed to hear from God so that if my prayers felt like they were bouncing off the ceiling, he would bring someone into my life. So a lot of times it's about noticing when God brings somebody across your path. Yes, absolutely. That's kind of how this whole book, the whole sisterhood of prayer warriors kind of came about. Because, you know, I knew all these women. But I did. It just took a moment to where I had to sit down, and I was thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, it just hit me like I'd write down their name, and it would it would hit me that they had that gift or that powerful testimony, and they they were already in my life, and I just hadn't realized it. Just exactly like you said. Okay, so some of these people are my friends, and I'm going to just list the people that I know and love: Susan Ellsworth, Linda Deal, Autumn Ruark, Grace English, Pat Self, Heather Stoner. Becky Wanger, Shelly Wilson, Carrie Gill, and Shelly Coffey are all people I know and can attest to their beautiful character. So when you read, if you get Angie's book, I hope you will, and you read what these women have written, those are the women I know. They're all such high-caliber, godly, good women, loving and humble and kind, not self-righteous or pretentious in any way. Okay, but what I love about that list, Angie, is three of those women are related to you now because your husband, I mean, your son married such a good woman. That's, yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, in the same family, Linda Dill, who had, her uh -huh. husband has been on my show, by the way, Susan Ellsworth has been on our show, and Autumn, Ru uh, Autumn Ellsworth Ruark. That's, a, that's yeah. three women, grandmother, mother, and daughter. Yes, I, and, and they're, they're wonderful. You know, if we could have, we could not have dreamed up a better daughter-in-law or better in-laws. I love that. Could, and I'm kind yes, of big. Yes, we could not have. Oh, we're, I'm, getting, I'm getting the two-minute warning already on this segment. Okay, I want to tell our listening friends, if you're listening in, when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about mother-daughter dynamics because it's a big thing for me with my, you know, my own daughters do so many things for me and we have a great relationship. So I want to talk a little bit about that because I see a pattern in your book, Angie. And so I want to pull that out for our listeners. And then, uh, so do you have anything you want to say before we go to the break? Well, I can, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what you pull out of this book with the mother-daughter dynamic because, you know, as a mother <laughs> of sons, it, that's going to be yeah. really interesting to me. So, yeah, I actually uh -huh. can't wait to see what you have to say. I can't wait. to. I've got some big surprises for our listening friends. I think they're going to love what I have to say. What, No matter what your relationship is with your mom, it can be different with your daughters. So mm -hmm. I, that's what I want to say. But also I want to tell our listening friends – you can find Angie's stuff at uh, spiritual, I've got it written down here, spiritual warrior woman, singular, Pray. Pray. <laughs> com. but also yes. if, you don't, if you don't want to stop what you're doing to write all that down, 
Don't forget, you can find Fireside Talk Radio or Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F-V-E, very easily on the Internet. I always just pop up really fast. So feel free to look for me. And if you sign up for our free blog, we will send you all kinds of great free stuff. I'm all about the free stuff, so that's what I like. But I want you to stay with us because when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that whole sisterhood idea and how you can start that in your own family, even if you didn't raise any daughters. Isn't that awesome? Stay with us. Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. Uh, We promised when we went to the break that we would talk a little bit more about the spiritual sisterhood that can happen in families between daughters and moms and daughter-in-laws. So I and I'm going to pick your brain a little bit because I know you got the finest daughter-in-law ever. And That's true. I want to. I know I want to talk about how you uh, foster that sweetness, which I know is not that hard with Autumn because she's awesome. But um, how, like, what things just naturally you've learned about fostering a good relationship with your daughter-in-law? Because of course I don't have one yet, so. That's one thing I want to ask you. 
before we go too far into that, I want to share, I don't even know where to begin. Okay, so with my listening friends, I'm going to read the dedication of this book because it's about your mother. So this book is lovingly dedicated to my mom, Sandra Baggett Dietrich, who gained her eternal victory just before this book was completed. I will see you on the other side. So I can hardly read that without crying, and here's why. I, my mom gave me so many great stories for our marriage book, and now she won't be here when either of the two books that are coming out this fall of 2020, she won't be here when they come out. So I'm mm-hmm. really grieving about that a little bit, Angie. And um, when you shared that, that was, your book was dedicated to your mom, that just reminded me we have so much in common. So I'm sorry yeah. about your mom's passing that she wasn't here. to. to I know... We have a cloud of witnesses, so it's possible our moms are watching, but I definitely know she would have been so proud of you and was proud of you, I'm sure. She was very proud of of that, of my doctorate, (laughs) that's for sure. I'm sure. Oh, my gosh, that's huge. Because think about it. I mean, two generations ago, one even, it was so unusual for women to be able to get that kind of a higher education. So I'm sure she was excited for you. It was, I mean, that's it was really special because she was there at that's my graduation. Def- so That's so cool. That's definitely progress uh, for our whole culture when women can get the education they need to do the things God is calling them to do. Um, okay, so I want to just say a pattern I noticed in your book. Did you know there there are three, there are two for sure obvious, obvious family uh, like two or three generations, mother-daughter pairings in the book. But there's actually a third one you don't know about. So in the book, Susan Ellsworth, Linda Dill, and Autumn Ruark all wrote in the book. So that's a mother-daughter, mother-daughter, or you could say grandmother, mother-daughter. So that's like at least one family chain of women, sisterhood in a family, and then Heather Stoner and Pat Self are mother-daughters, dynamic, uh-huh. godly Christian women. So that's another uh-huh. one. Did you know there's a third one? Did, or maybe there's one of the people that I don't know. Okay. Um, no, that that's it besides mother-daughter-in-law, me and <laughs> with all of Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's cool, isn't it? That's a third one. Okay, here's, so you can even either say that's three or four because Autumn and Susan are mother-daughter and Linda and Susan are mother-daughter. So that could actually be two sets. So that's at least Mm -hmm. three or four. Okay, here's the one you don't know about. There's no way you could know this. So my dear friend Grace English wrote a chapter, which I loved, and I'm fixing a quote out of that. But guess how I got your book? Because you were going to give me a copy yourself. And I got the book before you could give it to me from Sarah English. And she now has a new married name, which I won't say on air. Sarah was so oh proud of her mother. This is Grace's oh. daughter. She, she was so proud oh. of her mother that she gave these books to us all for a, uh, as a hostess gift for a shower we did for her when she got married. And she, I mean, it was so sweet. She was so excited to share them with us. And she told me like, it was the biggest thing about the book to her was her mother had a chapter. Oh, that's which, really neat. Isn't that so cool? And the fact that she was yes. so proud of her mother, which her mother does cool stuff all the time. Oh, you wouldn't yes. think she would yes. get excited about an, 
another thing because Grace is always doing cool stuff. But then when she wrote this chapter in your book, Sarah was so excited about it. She couldn't wait to give us all a copy of the book. I love that. Oh, I do too. It's it's quite an honor for me to be able to help these women have somewhere to share their wonderful and powerful stories and testimonies. It's, no, I really I do. I take that seriously, very seriously. I'm so glad you mentioned that. That is what sisterhood is about. And I'll tell you something else. That's exactly what Fireside Talk Radio turned out to be about. We didn't know it. God knew it, but we did not know. I was dreading it. I was so afraid to do this. I thinking I'd do it by myself, of course. How dumb is that? And then as I began to ask my, ask my <laughs> friends to come join me on air, I discovered many people had these great stories and they didn't have time or energy or interest. God was not leading them to build a platform, you know? So we mm -hmm. don't call it a platform. We call it a catapult. <laughs> oh, I love that. I yeah, love people that. People always talk about their, their social media platform. Ours is a catapult. We're shooting other people's messages out there. We're so happy to do that. And I know you share that uh, philosophy. We, we want God to use other people in this process with us. We don't want to do it by ourselves. That was what scared me. I thought I had to do it by myself. It scared me. And then I yeah, found that's out, exactly. no. Yeah, I, I know that. I know that feeling. Well, you're just the epitome of it. Okay, so I want to tell our friends, our listening friends, a little bit about Grace English. One of the many people that came into this book and just blessed your book with so much wisdom and, and I need to give a little background so they can appreciate the quote I pulled from her. Grace English is a doctor, a medical doctor, who started a, a major clinic here that we love, a small, I would say a small clinic, but major impact. And she, along with a, dozens of other doctors, in, started it, but then all the churches joined in. And so it's a really cross-denominational it reaches the whole community. It doesn't matter what your background is. They welcome you as a patient. And it's not a free clinic. It is a clinic for people who need health care and have not enough insurance or not en they have jobs. Anyway, it's just a beautiful thing called Bethesda Health Clinic. We wish every community had one. But that was, that was one of the many things that uh, Grace had done. And then in the process of that, God began to prompt her to talk about her abortion. And so she began to do that with such courage. She didn't have to. I mean, everybody in town just loves and admires her. And so I imagine that was a little scary for her to do that in public. But then she encouraged me to do the same, and we began to see the dynamics change around abortion. People began to realize it's so painful that it can hurt years and years and years later. So mm -hmm. being a doctor, her perspective is so so beautiful on that. Do you mind, Angie, if I read a paragraph from her book? And from your oh, book, not at all. Grace wrote. Please. Okay. Please. This is in chapter 35. The trauma could be inflicted by others or it could be from poor choices you have made in your past. Either way, the Lord doesn't want you to live in that trauma, but instead has come to give you complete healing and freedom from it. True healing is only found through the power of the Holy Spirit. It is only possible through the blood of Jesus of Christ that cleansed us from our sins and empowers us to forgive those who have wronged us. 
I just love what she wrote. And, I, and knowing yeah. her as I do, I know how real she is. There's no pretensions with grace and no hypocrisy. And she is so committed to healing. And then she got that um, so clearly. Like she's listened to countless stories as have has, has I have too listened to countless stories. And there's always the piece where we did something stupid. And then there's the other piece where somebody else did something stupid to us. And she, being a doctor, of course, managed to weave those two pieces together and bring it under the blood of Jesus Christ. I mean, how beautiful is that? I agree. I agree. And it's so powerful. She wouldn't just treat the symptoms or half the symptoms. Being Grace, English, the way she is, she analyzed the whole picture and brought that together in a few sentences. I just love that, Angie. Your book captured so many good things like that from all these amazing individual women who contributed to it. It it really did. You know, we have women from all over from and, you know, they're just in so many different, you know, careers and different situations and different ages. You know, we have ages from early 20s up through age 80. I love that. And you're right and about some- all the different areas. I mean, there, there's at least one woman in there who I don't know, but I noticed her background was ministering in the is- Islamic world. And so that she's lived there. And so that, and, and adopted that culture and become an immigrant and, and uh, sojourner in that place. And so I won't be real specific about that, but there it is a broad spectrum of people that you brought to I would say God brought together in your book. <laughs> yes, he really did. I just feel like I just took, you know, I just wrote down, I just took the order. <laughs> and well, you're it. a good administrator and a good editor. Um, we have two minutes left. I want to throw it back to you, Angie. Before I do, don't forget, you don't have to stop your car, have a wreck to get this information. You can go to Kathy, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A, F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. And in this, this podcast and all the hyperlinks, all of that, all you have to do is search Angie Ruark and it will come up. Angie is spelled the way you would expect. Ruark is spelled R-U-A-R-K. And then if you want to go straight to her stuff, you can find her book at Oh, spiritualwarriorwomanpray.com. So don't forget, you don't have to have a right to do that. You have about 30 seconds. Angie, you want to sum it up for me? Well, you know, putting Jesus first does everything. Whatever you have been through, whatever you are in, whatever's coming, he, when you put it all in his hands, he's going to take that and make something wonderful out of it if you let him. And I would say, in addition, one of the wonderful things is the sisterhood of praying women, warriors, strong-hearted, dynamic women that come into your life. It's amazing, like a miracle. So we want to invite you into that kind of place, too. If you're not already there, I bet you are. But if you're not, we want you to know that is open and available for you, and we are excited about you. So this is Truth with a Texas Twang. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week.
audience.